Handle on the News. Handle on the News! He doesn't tiptoe around those thousands of rules of political correctness that the media lays in the path of men and women who are out there standing for America. And now, here's Bill Handel. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. Good morning. It is the Bill Handel Show. This is the last day of Bill Handel's vacation. Wayne Resnick sitting in. And we're going to do Handle on the News with Aaron Bender. Justin Worsham is back. Yeah. Good to see you, young man. Woo! Uh, Jennifer Jones Lee, off today. I cannot get all you kids in the same room at the same time. I Now I know how parents feel. Right, where the uh, the family's never together at the dinner table because somebody's got hockey practice. Michelle is back. I am here. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, let's go. Lead story. All right. <laughs> I don't know what I what. Oh. Stop and take the time to smell the rose. It is the Rose Parade. I think everybody knows that. Uh, Here's some things you might want to know. What about the weather? It's only going to go up into the 50s this morning. But can I say something? Yes. Because this is from the L.A. Times that says only to the 50s. There's so many parts of this country where if it got into the 50s, everybody would be walking around in shorts. (laughs) That's the way it was when when I lived in New York. As soon as it broke 50 degrees... You, you broke the shorts. Absolutely. So the 50s is not frigid. Is it going to be misty or rainy today at all? Because it was on my way in. Small chance of what of measurable rain, like a 30% chance of any kind of rain that you could measure at all. Oh, that's good for the flowers. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a meteorologist, Carol Smith, with the National Weather Service, who said light showers or drizzle that can get the ground wet is maybe what will happen. And as Aaron Bender pointed out during the wake-up call, if it's just a very light misting, it might actually make the parade even more beautiful because the the float. What did you say? Glistening. Yeah, it's, they would be glistening floats as they uh, right. they go so down. So we're certainly not going to. You're not going to get rained out. Um, it starts at eight a.m. Do we talk about where it's well, broadcast? Well, you can put on yeah, Channel Five. Their friends, KTLA Channel yeah. Five. Um, oh, and the theme this year is echoes of success. Right, which which is, if you think about what they're saying, it's like, yeah, we don't have any current successes. We're just going to listen to the faint echoes of successes past. I think they should do one year, they should do a Star Wars theme. Like, every float should be Star Wars related. Wouldn't that be great? That would be uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure it would be great. I don't know if it would be great <laughs> for a lot of people. Disney Tournament of Roses Parade. <laughs> Well, then the problem is people will be like, no Guardians of the Galaxy floats? <laughs> no Star Trek? They're honoring uh, Olympians. That's the main theme, honoring these three Olympians, Allison Felix, Greg Luganis, and Janet Evans. And they're the Grand Marshals of the parade. That's pretty good. Those are I, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, th- those are good gets. Uh, what else can we tell you about this parade? It's going to go down the street. <laughs> There's a lot of security. And people are camping out. I thought you couldn't oh, yeah. camp out this you, year. You couldn't camp out. People, they were saying you couldn't camp out any earlier than last night, I think. 
Oh, I see. People were because it was going to be on in the years Monday, past. People figured, start forty-eight hours, yeah. seventy-two hours in advance, and staking their claim. Especially with it being on a Monday, people thought that they would be able to, you know, the go whole weekend. Out and- Saturday or whatever. Uh, they said no to that. Nope. And we know they have all those uh, water-filled barriers at over right. 50 intersections. And they, they, look, they know what they're doing security-wise. I don't, think, I don't think anybody's anticipating any problems. And who's the Rose Queen this year? Temple City High School senior Victoria Cecilia Castaneos. Good for her. She's the Rose Queen. And you brought up water, Wayne. I did. The, the float that will garner a lot of the, atten- a lot of the attention, and it already has, uh, is in the Guinness Book of World Records now as the longest float slash heaviest float. And the Lucy's Pet Products float oh. is going to have a dog surfing yes. pond. I yes. saw them teaching the dogs how to surf because the bulldog dog surfer that was there last year, I think he died. And so they were teaching a bunch of new dogs to surf. Yeah, they have a wave. They basically have a wave, it's pool, a wave pool on That's the float. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Which can go from, I read... Because it's not it's not exclusively a dog surfing wave pool. It's a regular wave pool. So it can go up to eight feet. It can make waves up to eight feet for humans to surf on. But for the dogs, I think it's a foot. It's a, it's a, and then the dogs will be surfing on it. And they had they flew out a person from the from Guinness. And they had was it the highway patrol who did all the measurements and the weights? I, I, think, think, so. I think so. Right. And then they they cert, the highway patrol certified the length and the weight of the float, and then the Guinness person said, all right, then, you're the winner. Oh, that's going to be so cool to see those dogs surfing it up. I'm going to have to see if I can teach Princess how to do that. Oh, jeez. For next year. You think she'll get on a float? I see, I don't think they'll have a surfing dog float next year. I think they kind of, they kind of, this is it. This is it. They're not, next year, if somebody says, let's have surfing dogs, everybody's going to go played out. <laughs> surfing dogs is played out. She That's missed so her 2017. chance. Right. Yeah. She missed her chance. Oh, she, you know what? Teach her how to wakeboard or to um, base jump or something like that if you really want her to stand out. Well, it, put, a, she, put a GoPro on her head. You know what? Put a GoPro on her head and teach her. You know how those guys who climb up to the very, very tippy top of crazy tall buildings? Not just to the top floor. They go all the way up to like the, the antennas spire. and the yeah. spires. Put it, teach a princess to scale those buildings. We'll all chip in to send her to like Abu Dhabi or Dubai where they have crazy tall buildings. Put the GoPro on and she can be an, uh, an extreme sports dog. She already surfs the internet on Instagram at PGK the Chi. I see what you did. All right. Hey, let's let's uh, take a break here. We'll get some news from Aaron Bender. And then when we come back, uh, some updates on the Istanbul nightclub attack, somebody is taking credit for this, but it it might be bogus, the credit that they're taking. This is Handle on the News, KFI AM640, more stimulating talk. Everyone likes to win fights on the internet, so be the most informed keyboard warrior you can be with all the news of the day in one stimulating email. The KFI AM640 Stim You Letter. Get it at KFIAM640.com. Keyword stimuletter, KFI AM640, and iHeartRadio Station.
KFI AM640, more stimulating talks. The Bill Handel Show, last day of Bill's vacation. He's back tomorrow. Wayne Resnick in for Bill. And we're doing Handel on the News uh, with me. Michelle is back. Aaron's here. Justin's here. Jennifer Jones-Lee off today. And this is our lead story this segment. Well, the Islamic State claimed responsibility for the New Year's attack at that Istanbul nightclub that killed 39 people. And they said it was carried by carried out by a heroic soldier of the caliphate who attacked the most famous nightclub where Christians were celebrating their pagan feast. So, first of all, they're talking about New Year's is the pagan feast. Right. That's number one. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Um, I real I haven't I haven't heard before that there are people who consider New Year's to be a pagan thing. I think any kind of celebration, any outward celebration, uh, it, is a target of any kind. Yeah. Number two, I'm pretty sure most of the people in that nightclub were not Christian. Most of the people in that nightclub were Muslim. Yes. So wrong and wrong. Heroic? Mm, I don't know. Is it? What was he? Was the guy who went in there and shot up the place? Like, did he face significant adversity in pursuing his deadly goal? Not really. He's the guy who had all the weapons. And finally, how? When they say, you know, they're taking credit for it. What does that mean? Did they train him? Did they give him the weapons? Did they finance it? Yeah, I was asking that of Alex Marquardt, who's on the uh, on the ground in Turkey for ABC News. Does ISIS claim responsibility for an attack because that person attacked something that ISIS would also like to attack, and they just kind of backfill the motivation or or inspiration? Or does the other guy say ISIS, you know, was was the one who inspired me? I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, they should just they just should be quiet. Quite honestly, I'm not I'm not real big into telling people that they should shut up. But I'll make an exception when it comes to ISIS. And I understand why they're doing it. If this is really this is part of their recruiting technique, right? You want you want to take credit for everything you can because then that tells impressionable people. It gives impressionable people in people the impression that you're a really great group that has so much influence in the world. Now I know there've been some reports that ISIS is broke. They don't have any money. And so they don't really have a lot to to with which to uh fund and fuel their efforts. So now you got a lot of lone wolf attackers, and then they're trying to glom onto that to continue to maintain relevance, I think, uh, to try to recruit more people. And then in Iraq, there's been a suicide bombing. At least 22 people are dead in Iraq. Um, it's one of these trucks, guy driving a pickup truck, attacks a, an outdoor market. There were day laborers hanging out there and a police checkpoint. This is in Sadr City in the eastern part of Baghdad. And guess who claimed responsibility for that attack? Who? ISIS. So, we and again, we don't know. We don't know who did it. We don't know why they did it. We don't know 
whether ISIS had any influence or involvement, but um, it's really, it just, it never gets any better, ever. And Brian Suits is coming on at 8 o'clock for Military Mondays. And one thing I want to ask him since he was over there, you know, we have the Rose Parade going on here, and they're taking all of these precautions that pretty much prevent. I don't. Nobody could drive a truck into the Rose Parade because of what they've done with, with the barriers at the intersections and everything. And I want to talk to Brian about why it, it's kind of weird. It seems like in, in Iraq, a place where they would have the absolute latest technologies and strategies to prevent this kind of thing from happening, it kind of seems like they don't. And maybe there's a reason for that that I don't understand yet, that he understands about why they can't seem to get up to speed over there about preventing this kind of stuff. Now, part of it may be, you know, the Rose Parade, you're thinking, oh, it could be a target. Let's do everything. They can't maybe in Iraq go around and treat every public place as a potential target, right? They can't make it so that nobody can drive a truck anywhere in Iraq. Uh, but he'll have some insight on that because it's it's really crazy. And then uh, much closer to home, an off-duty LAPD officer was killed in a crash in Simi Valley. This was heartbreaking to hear about because she was just out enjoying the night. She wasn't on duty or anything. And, and for her to die that way... Heather Monroe. She was a passenger... Um, and I guess it, it was an Uber car. The uh, other car was an yeah, Uber car. Yeah, the other car, car yeah. was an Uber. Somebody ran a red. Unclear at this point who ran the red, but mm-hmm. uh, it happened just after 2 o'clock early yesterday morning. Just 30 years old. So they're trying to figure out who ran the red. They're trying to figure out if drugs or alcohol were a factor. And that's really, it's a very tragic start to the new year. Um... How do we, we got to do something here to transition out of those kinds of stories into. A different kind of tragic. Well, the kind, the kind of tragic that it's okay if it happens. And that is uh, Mariah Carey's Rockin' New Year's Eve performance. She's actually one of the poll answers at Bill Handel Show on Twitter. Who had the worst performance this weekend? Ronda Rousey, Mariah Carey, or Don Lemon? (laughs) Oh, man. That's a tough one. So she gets out there to sing, and it goes horribly wrong, and she she says she can't hear herself. Now that that by the way was not her live that little that the, the high pitched scream I don't know if she's done that for years but that was the voice track yes yeah she was apparently lip syncing uh huh now here's an interesting which she's thing. done for long, which this long time. coming from the woman who many many years ago publicly berated other entertainers by saying real talent doesn't have to lip sync. <laughs> Now, it's obvious she she didn't have her monitors. Now, this problem has happened to her before. Do you, have you guys ever seen her reality show, Mariah's no, World? No. Okay, it's I it's will proudly answer your question, no. It is a train wreck. But but it's all about her like tour and she's had this issue before where her her monitors don't work, her ear monitors, mm-hmm. and she's dealt with it successfully. And she's been in the business for how long? She knows how to overcome a problem. And she could have turned this into a fun thing. 
if she would have just owned up to it. Well, she had no sense of humor about it whatsoever. She gave up. She walked around the stage and just gave up completely. Her dancers were far more professional than she was. I wonder if it's harder. I wonder if it's harder to sing live when you can't hear yourself or if it's harder to lip sync when you can't hear what you're lip syncing to. That's a good question. Maybe because she was lip syncing... That's why it turned into this disaster. And if she had been singing live, she could have salvaged it somehow, even if she couldn't hear. I don't know. I've never performed. I know it's going to shock everybody. I've never performed at Times Square on New Year's Eve. You have performed live, though. Yes. Many times. But I've never lip synced. (laughs) Karma's a bitch, Mimi. Sorry. Uh, And now. Can I play the ending of it real quick? How she ended it all? Yes, please. It was so great. That was. Her her response, by the way, also was "as happens." Yes, like, uh, later about it yeah. later. That was as later happens. when she had some time to to, to yeah. cool down. But yeah. here's the thing: I mean, I'll leave it at this for me. I'm sure that it's uh, very off-putting and scary and weird, and maybe even a panic-inducing thing, even for somebody of her stature, when you have a technical problem like that. But if you just have the presence of mind to go, okay, what's happening? Here's what's happening. I'm an incredibly famous and wealthy celebrity performer and I'm performing at a big event and there's a technical problem. It really isn't anything, right? Right. Like context. When we come back, somebody else on new year's Eve embarrassed themselves significantly. You know, they say, uh, when life gives you Don lemon, you make Don lemonade. (laughs) And we'll talk about what he did on new year's Eve. When we come back, it's KFI AM six We're stimulating talk. KFI News, where local leads. KFI and iHeartRadio Station. KFI AM640, more stimulating talks. Bill Handel Show. Bill is on vacation, but he's back tomorrow. And we are doing Handle on the News. Wayne Resnick in for Bill, Aaron Bender, Justin Warsham, Jennifer Jones-Lee on vacation this morning. Lead story, pucker up. (laughs) Well, CNN anchor Don Lemon was uh, anchoring New Year's Eve coverage from a New Orleans bar with fellow anchor Brooke Baldwin. And apparently he started knocking back shots of tequila And, Justin, do you have audio of any of this? So anytime that you want to play any pertinent audio, just say so. I have a kid that's like, I got that bubbly. I got that bubbly. I got that bubbly. I got that. I got that. I got that bubbly. You haven't seen that? I don't know who that is. All right. You'll see it. I'll send you the thing. You guys know what I'm talking about at home. Here was the best part of this, though. Kathy Griffin, who was doing the the national coverage with, uh, who was it? Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Was... Basically daring him to do stuff. Like, she was trying to get him to get a nipple tattoo. Right. And he said no. But he did get his ear pierced on live television. Is this going to hurt? It's not going to hurt me. You'll be fine. (laughs) This is seriously about to happen. Don't don't Uh, get blood on my jacket. Do you need to hold my hands? Yeah. 
I don't know what he's thinking. All right, all right, hold on. At Here least it's just his ear. You know what I'm saying? Here we go, bro. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, God. Uh, oh, don't get oh. blood in the jacket. It has to go back. It goes back to Brooks Brothers. Here we go. Here's the needle. Oh. Here's the needle. Is that a preview of how the listener is going to sound getting a tattoo in studio later this morning? I hope not. <laughs> I, I hope I hope the listener who bid on the opportunity to get a tattoo with you, Aaron Bender, this was for um, Katarina's Club, right? Yes. And I hope that this person who's coming in today to get the tattoo here at the station, live on the air, I hope they're made of stronger stuff than Don Lemon. I don't I, now. See, I don't I, think has come out uh, with any kind of uh, statement on him or his performance. Right? I no, but seen they it. cut his microphone they, yeah. off. They did. Yeah. Yes. Got I audio have audio of that, of that well. right here if you want it. Yes. So, Seriously, having 20, a moment. Twenty sixteen was awful. Mike dips out. This is all real silence live. Comes back and dips right back out. Yeah. <laughs> and comes right back. And in that time, somebody told him to shut up. Well, and at some point, he said, people are saying I'm lit. Yeah, I'm lit. So what? <laughs> now, Did, to, didn't he also start talking about he'd really, he'd be totally open to a relationship? Yes, oh, yeah. I have audio so, of that. Yeah. But you know what? So, so here's the real story. Don Lemon did what millions of people did on New Year's Eve. He got sauced and he started ruminating about his life. I, really do it. I, I always live my life to the very fullest. And yes, I, you do. The thing is, I need a little bit more balance in work life. I may be open to a relationship this year. I wasn't before. Breaking but, news Don Lemon is open to a relationship? I, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Hope, yeah. hope you yeah. like guys with earrings. Some, I'm, I'm a bad, I'm a bad person today. I'm not selfish. Today. I'm not really selfish. Be, I'll give you my last. But right I'm very now? self-centered. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be wow. as self-centered. You're going to be less self-centered in 2017. Yeah, but I don't really do resolutions, and I, I live my life to the fullest. I don't care what people think about me. I do what I want because it's my life. Remember that time he sounded like a 22-year-old chick at every party ever? Right. <laughs> I don't care. I just do what I want. I'm well, that's my the life thing. The that's the thing. I mean, <clears throat> that variations of that monologue were going on all over the world. <clears throat> he just did it. Yeah, he just did it live on a, on, a, on a big news network. I'm sorry. He did it live on a news network. You oh, know what's interesting? Not... <laughs> you know what? It's possible... That sure, let's pile on. It's possible that his drunken rant was heard by fewer people than other people's drunken rants, depending on on you know how big a party you were at. It's a good point by you. So we yeah, there's been no uh, statement, there has been no apology, there has been no discipline that we're that we're aware of. Do you think? Do you think CNN will just try to you know move move forward, pretend it didn't happen? <laughs> No idea. Do you think Donald Trump thinks that we should just move on from this, or does he, or does Donald Trump know something about Don Lemon that he that he that nobody else knows? Uh, Donald Trump is tweeting by by the way already this morning. Uh, the new year begins. We will together make America great again. That's fine. That was his new year tweet. Just yeah, now. I mean, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that tweet. Nothing at all. Um. Well, it happened once in 1976, and then. 
New Year's in Los Angeles. It happened again. Somebody changed the Hollywood sign. A bag of weed, a bag of weed. Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. No, you don't need pepper and you don't need speed because everything is better with a bag of weed. Now, they didn't do any kind of uh, a reconstruction of it, but they did a really good job making it look like they did. Yeah, they changed it uh, from Hollywood to Hollyweed. And you do that by getting tarps and covering up strategic parts of the two O's in wood, and then when you from afar, it looks like weed. Yeah, they, I thought it was photoshopped when I woke up yesterday morning and saw these pictures. I thought it was photoshopped until I saw bunches of news stories about it. It was really well done. Yeah, some it was some gone by eleven yesterday morning. Oh, they went right up there and took those tarps down. Absolutely, the guy is on uh, security video. But it's so dark. They can't uh, and, tell. And they raining. can't tell they his can't, race yeah. or his size or anything yeah. about him because it was all dark and rainy. And so some artist did this in 1976. And then is this true that about 10 years ago, what movie would this have been? In, in, in part of a publicity campaign for a movie, they changed that sign. I don't think not to Hollyweed, but no, they changed it, was... it to um, I can't remember now. But they did. So that's a real target for guys. I don't want to be a spoil sport or nothing, but it's just some big letters that people put up on the side of a mountain. It's not the Grand Canyon. Okay. It's not a natural phenomenon. And it's not even an amazing achievement like the Great Wall of China or the Taj Mahal. It's just some letters and they stuck them in the side of a mountain. You could look at them. It's kind of the way I feel about the um, the stars on Hollywood Boulevard. It's not the person. Do you know what I mean? It's like, look, it's the Beatles star on Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. They didn't make it. I want to do a thing where I get post-it notes and I write names of celebrities on them and just stick them on the front of my refrigerator, my refrigerator and then see if people will come over to like take pictures next to my refrigerator. When we come back, a swarm of earthquakes has gotten the attention of scientists. We'll tell you what's going on with that. It's the Bill Handel Show, KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. KFIA was 640, more stimulating talk. Bill Handel Show. We are doing Handle on the News. Uh, Bill's on vacation. Wayne Resnick in. Bill's back tomorrow. Michelle Cube is here. Justin Warsham is here. Jennifer Jones-Lee on vacation. Aaron Bender is here. Lead story. A quake, a quake. Oh, what a mess they make. The bricks, the wall, the chimney fall. Destruction in its wake. I did not have insurance. A swarm of more than 250 small earthquakes have struck just since New Year's Eve near the California-Mexico border. Residents there don't like it very much. Scientists kind of like it because it's a lot of stuff to study. The strongest one was a 3.9 magnitude, and that hit right under the town of Brawley. That's 170 miles southeast of here. 
there's a whole zone down there that they call the Brawley Seismic Zone. And what's happening there, I guess the tectonic plates are moving away from each other. And it's stretching the Earth's crust. Which they say it's sort of like adding land. Right? You build your house on a on a 2,000 square foot lot. And then the plates move, and the next thing you know, you're living on half an acre. I would like to hear from scientists as to if if this is, for lack of a better description, a good thing for the big quake or a bad thing. Like, does the, does this relieve pressure or does this add to it? Like, do, do all earthquakes relieve pressure? Well, all earthquakes relieve pressure somewhere, but they can create more pressure elsewhere. That's what I'm curious about if they've done so because this this zone, you know, it fits in between the two, the San Andreas and Imperial Quake faults. Right. So kind of interesting. Well, the plates, here's the thing. I mean, and look, we're not scientists here, but the plates are moving away from each other. So in the middle where they're consciously uncoupling these plates, <laughs> I'm going to guess that relieves pressure. But the outside of that area is moving if it's mo- if the whole thing's moving apart the outside is moving into other areas of of the earth in other words the rock crunching is on up, call crunching up yeah Good. so it makes me think that you know somewhere it's but basically for every part of the earth that it makes better there's got to be another part maybe that it makes worse and look, these just happened so let's get we'll give the scientists a little bit of time to figure out some more information um, but that's what happened down there. That's got to really put you on edge. I don't know how many of those. Okay, there are more than 250. I don't know how many of them people could feel. But let's say you could only feel a tenth of them. That's 25 different times in a very short period of time <laughs> yep. that you feel stuff moving around. That is Valium time. I feel for the people in Brawley. I mean, yeah. it's not a very populated town, but the people there, wow. I know. On the other hand, you're living in Brawley, home of the Brawley Seismic Zone. <laughs> so, so, you know, so this is when, it's that old thing about, well, why'd you buy a house near the airport if you didn't want to hear airplanes? Queen Elizabeth missed the New Year's Day church service. had a really bad cold for about the last week or so. They call it a heavy cold. Heavy cold. It's a heavy cold. Said to be feeling better, yep. but still not 100%, still not uh, uh, able to get up and out. But she's she is up and working at Buckingham Palace. Wait, she's up and working. Is, do you think she's... What does she do? What is... What is? And I'm not ragging on the royal family. That's not my point. But I just... I would never... I would never think she's up and working. Well, she's got is she up like, oh, this Excel she's spreadsheet. Got to write. I got it. It's not formatted right. She's getting on the phone to somebody. But she has she's, letters uh, to write. She's hey, these tabs are not in alignment. She's got to call into Gary and Shannon. I was going to say, I think she might make an appearance today on Gary and Shannon now that she's feeling a little better. Do you oh, think, that would be fantastic. Do you think when the queen is sick and she's at Buckingham Palace and she's working that she goes to work in her office in her pajamas? I don't and the, think like, so. Slippers and stuff. I, I think she sleeps in those same outfits with the hat and the whole thing. <laughs> That's what I think. She's a very she's a very fancy woman. But she is a tough cookie. 
Yeah, Nin- but she's 90 also years old. Yeah, but she's also a sweetheart. Do you know what I mean? Like she's not a she's not a mean there's person. A whole, there's a whole Instagram page devoted to when she has uh, popped into somebody's Instagram photo. Yeah, when she's out and about. And right. Somebody's taking a picture and she happens to be behind them and she queen bombing. Yeah, she bombs. Them. Yeah. I like her. I like her a lot. So I hope I hope she's feeling better up there. Do you think that they you know, she gets all goofed up on NyQuil when she has a cold? We'll have to ask her. Oh, you know what? Okay, here's what yeah. I want. I want Don Lemon and the Queen on NyQuil to hang out together. Is that before or after Mariah Carey's performance? While my while Mariah Carey no, no here performs. this is this is what I want to see I, I want to see Mariah Carey performing the Star Spangled Banner before a Ronda Rousey fight uh-huh. at which Don Lemon and Queen Elizabeth are, are sitting in, are in the in, crowd together yeah but and they're like right up front where right. everybody can see right. them and exactly. and they're mic'd <laughs> exactly. except I except here's the thing I wouldn't want to see that because the whole thing would be over in about forty two seconds right <laughs> got that bad I'm sorry. Ragging on Ronda Rousey. That's what happened. She lost in like 42 or 48 40 se- seconds. 48 seconds. Oh, That's what happened. She got knocked the you know what out. I That's mean, all right. She- That's two two big losses in a row. Yet she also a sweetheart. That's what we hear. Have you seen the video of she's standing somewhere and this little kid runs up behind her? You know, and this is a highly trained fighter. This little kid runs up from behind her and hug and like grabs her. No, I haven't seen it. And you're like, oh, no, because muscle memory, you know, muscle memory, kid's going to get an elbow in the face. No, it's so sweet. You should just Google Ronda Rousey kid. I'm looking it up right now. It's very, very sweet. So, I mean, I look, somebody's got to win those fights, right? So I feel bad for her. But Now, uh, we will at 830 paint the NFL playoff picture, but this just in, the Broncos need to find a new head coach. Gary Kubiak is stepping down, saying that the demands of football are no longer a good fit for me. That's a very strange statement. That's because of his health. But he could just say, because of my health. Why not? I don't know. It's just an an odd way to word it, because if you don't know that he has health problems... Then it really makes you go. What is he talking about? Like, what are they? What are they making him do? That's a, in that, that in that football. It's a huge story. Uh, well, maybe considering it's been a tough. It's been a tough season for coaches. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk so, more about it late edition at eight thirty. All right. Very good. Uh, when we come back, California has made child prostitution legal. Not really. Stop reading Twitter junk. We'll explain. It's not even that. It's a major newspaper reported this. We'll explain what's really going on with this new law in California and the child prostitutes. It's not as bad as you think. It's KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk.